Hello, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Medusa Asuda. I'm here to give you a general reading for tonight. It's a new moon in Aries. I checked my phone and it's 0.0%. And I was laying in bed listening to occult lectures on YouTube and something told me to come and talk to my podcast. Um, and the idea that I have in regards to this particular reading is to break it down into three sections. So we have love, um, uh, work, and just personal endeavors. So if you're interested to see what's going on with this trio of a reading, then stay tuned. Uh, also, keep in mind this is general and timeless. All right? All right. All right. So here's the dealio. Here's the scoop um, in regards to what happened to me today. So earlier I was saying that, you know, I mean, I was going through it a little bit. Um, and it was, it was more so because, like, people were just so rude today. And I'm not one to, like, go out of my way to, like, be rude to people. or And I don't like when people are rude to me. I, it's not a good feeling, right? And so um, to have people, like, be rude to me today was just really, I don't know, it just really hurt. Um, didn't make me feel sad, but I felt like I was sucking in that energy and... I projected a little bit of that anger onto someone that I really care about. And so, um, yeah. So when I pulled my cards and I tried to see what this was all about, I got the cards Mars and Venus. And then in a group chat, my a friend of mine had sent me a screenshot of my horoscope. And I don't necessarily remember what it says verbatim, but what stuck out to me was Mars and Venus. And, uh, yeah, it all makes sense. Uh, I do feel like uh, it was easier for me to succumb to that Mars energy of, of aggression because that was pretty much what has been happening. Like, I woke up this morning, I had a dream, and there was someone in the dream that just really didn't like me. And, um, I don't know, like, it was just, a re it was reflecting upon, like, the look that the person in my dream gave me was being, like, presented, uh, or was appearing on the faces that were, you know, displaying, uh, a sort of dislike, uh, of me. And it was just, it, I don't know, it just kind of made me feel some type of way. And, um, you should never, you know, you should never then take it out on other people. It's not like I was like yelling or screaming or anything like that, but I did project a little bit, um, towards someone and, uh, it was just more so coming from a place of insecurity. So I, I, I jumped to, uh, conclusions or I made, I had some assumptions and I just felt like those assumptions were true and it necessarily really wasn't. And, you know, I apologize though. Always apologize when you can. Um, but <laughs> yeah, anyways, so with all of that being said, I just, the whole point was, it was just really interesting to see the Mars and Venus energy from the cards that I pulled and then from the horoscope that I was screenshotted to me and it just all made sense. So anyways, enough about me. Let's talk about all of us because <laughs> you know, these, these readings is for all of us. Um, I do not, I feel, I don't feel like I'm exempt from getting anything told to me. Um, I consider myself a student as well, you know? So let's see what is the energies surrounding us all with this new moon here at 0, 0.0 degrees where I'm at. It might be different where you're at. 
Um, but yeah, so let's see. Two, three, four. All right, so we have house 12, spirituality, um, 12th house, sorry. So spirituality, transcendence, karma, uh, superficial service and healing, okay? We have the sun, self-express and embodied truth. We also have square, all right? So a challenging situation and a mountain to climb. And then we have Aquarius, all right? Originality, philanthropy, and progressive imaginings. At the bottom of the deck, we have Gemini. So curiosity, intellect, and networking. Okay, so you could be dealing with the energies of a Gemini or Aquarius, 12th house, you know, um, you know, so let, it, this could be matters of the self as well, but we're, we're keeping this in regards to work. Okay. Finances. All right. We're not going to veer off course. So come on cards, give me something in regards to work and nothing else. Cause I will not read anything else. That's for the next deck. So in regards to work, let's see. Ooh, Lord Jesus. All right, so we have Knight of Swords. All right, so someone is needing to focus on something here. All right, it could be ideas because I did see the Knight of Swords and the King of Swords. So implementing ideas, all right. Uh, to me, my King of Swords, they're usually the people, the ones that... Um, they are the, uh, I used to say this word and I don't remember, but they're the, they're the ones that create, like if I was to think about war and whatever, they're the ones who draws the maps, plants the, have the ideas to the positionings and all that stuff like that. Like they're the ones that orchestrate that and plans th things out and are the ones that, you know, they're like the brains behind the, uh, the, the whatever, right? So for some, it's focusing on an idea and creating a kind of structure for it, right? So that it can be implemented. You know what I'm saying? Which makes sense. We have a lot of air here. So that's the Aquarius with the Gemini and then the two air, um, cars that came out. All right. So this could be an original idea, something that you're really curious about, <laughs> And, um, it's, 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 it's requiring you to either write them down or start planning, you know, start planning. Right, this could be along the lines of a spiritual kind of job. All right. So we have here page of wands. Yeah. So it's like, go for it. Right. So it's like, you may have had the idea or you may have planned it out. So now it's like, all right, just do it. So there's this fear here with this five of cups here and this 10 of wands that it might be a little team too much. Um, I feel like there is something here in the midst of like the hustle and bustle or just the, the feeling of, of, of maybe you, like you have a lot of things that's on your mind that you're worried about that you're dealing with at this particular time. So you feel as if there's this, this, this feeling of, I don't have time for that, or how am I going to find the time, or how am I going to find the, uh, the spirit or the energy to, to do this, you know, um, it's just this feeling here of just, you know, don't, don't think about it, don't overthink about it, because I feel like, it's like you have the idea, you have, you know, 
the the to me it's coming across as like the way you envision it right um it's just like okay do it because i feel like if you overthink then it just becomes um this feeling of overwhelmment and so uh and then that's where that worry kicks in right so it's like don't worry about it you know just just give it a shot and this could be something that you've tried before and it just didn't work out right um you thought that you was going to be successful in it and it just really didn't pan out the way that you envisioned it in the beginning but i just feel like you know with the page of wands is this energy of doing something and you know it's, it's it's just diving in like to me it's coming across as doing it over and over and over until you get it right kind of energy which is not something that I always think about when I think about the Page of Wands, but it's just this energy when it comes down to a kid of just trying something over and over and over, you know, and having the energy to, right, uh, you know, just because for whatever reason why kids do the things that they do, but it's this energy of, like, just getting back on the horse or just getting back on the monkey bars and just doing it, right? Um, there's a level of, 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 determination here, you know, uh, to embark on this adventure, uh, or endeavor or whatever. And it's this energy of, if you start thinking a little too much and the ego starts to latch onto it, then it's like, it's over. It's over partner. <laughs> All right. So we have the nine of cups here at the bottom of the deck. So yeah, it's this, is this feeling here of just, you know, doing what you love, but also to, um, Letting your imagination shine, right? I feel like anything is possible kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, you go into the situation and trying it again and just feeling as if anything is possible this time around, you know? Um, maybe this time is different. Like there's this level of optimism here, this level of, of, of undying hope when it comes down to this thing that you're trying to do here. All right, so we have the devil here in the reverse acting as a challenge. All right, and I feel like when it comes down to this devil here, it's that negative Nancy, that Debbie Doubter, um, and it's it's this feeling here of saying like, oh no, it's not going to work out, you're not going to succeed, you know, it's this feeling here of not reaching for the stars, but more so reaching for, you know, things that are more tangible. It's it's hard to uh, pull from, like, create something on a physical that comes from the headspace, you know, because there's this feeling here of you're creating something out of nothing kind of thing, and so there's this feeling here where, or there's this room for doubt, right, um, especially if you feel like you don't have the wherewithal or the tools or the assets or whatever the case may be, you know, the help or whatever the case may be, so it's easy to stay safe and just get, like, a regular job, you know what I'm saying? as opposed to starting something on your own from the ground up. It's a, it's, it's a pretty daunting thing, you know, and I feel like with this devil here in the reverse is this temptation. It's like this taunting of like, you know, you're not, you're not going to be able to do this and you're not going to be able to be great at this. Like you failed before, you know, you've tried this before. Um, it's to me, it's coming across as like, you know, when Jesus was on the mountain and the devil was taunting him, you know, in regards to breaking his, uh, his, his fast and not, you know, completing his mission, you know, um, it's this feeling here of saying like, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. You know, maybe you should do this kind of thing. And I think it's just more so yourself, right? I don't believe in the concept of a devil. I think that the devil is just a representation of yourself, 
whether that may be insecurities or just, you know, a, the devil within that you have created, you know, growing up. But it's just this energy of you're doubting yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you need what, how you overcome this um, devil energy or low vibrational thinking is with this ace of wands, which is, is, is fighting fire with fire kind of thing, right? So if you find yourself feeling doubtful, it's having to still let that inspiration or that fiery passion to propel you forward, okay? We have the ace of wands, and the ace of wands usually talks about energy, fiery passion, right? It's like, just do it anyways. No matter what you tell yourself, just do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can, you, you, I feel like someone it can succumb to the negative thinking and then they just don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this time around, it's like, just do it anyways. Who the freak cares? Just do it anyways. So the foundation here, we have the lovers. Remember, I said that we're not talking about love here. So this is not that kind of party, okay? So we have the lovers, we have the king of wands, and the seven of wands. And I feel like with the lovers, yes, we, we know that lovers talks about making a choice here, but I feel like this is a union here, okay? This could be a person that can help you or inspire you, but I feel like this king of wands is you. And it's feeling, it's taking control, being a leader of your own establishment, so this could be someone having their own business. This could be someone starting something from the ground up and it's theirs and it's theirs alone, right? And I feel like it's this this feeling of, of doing it. You know, I think I'm just going to call it just do it, you know? With the seven of wands, it's this feeling of obstacles, you know, that could get in the way. You know, it, it's inevitable, right? But we also have the square here, which talks about challenging situations and a mountain to climb. And so it's this feeling here of just saying, I'm bigger than my obstacles. I'm bigger than my, neg my negativity. I'm bigger than, you know, anything that is um, that can come my way kind of thing, right? Because we have experience here. You know, we've learned our lessons that we needed to learn. And so we're wiser, we're smarter, we're stronger. You know what I'm saying? The king of wands is someone who's really strong, someone who can go out into the battlefield and fight the good fight, you know, and have that stamina and that, that energy and that vitality and, you know, can take on the, their opponents. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that there is any, but I'm just saying like, there's just a level of strength here. You know, I'm just getting Hercules vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whoever this is for is like, you're strong. You got this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm definitely getting like conqueror vibes, right? Anyway, so in the past here, we have the Queen of Cups, Ace of Swords. So I feel like this is definitely emotionally driven, right? Um, I feel like this is definitely, it could be spiritual. Uh, the Queen of Cups is definitely a spiritual kind of card. And I feel like, you know, if this is anything along the lines of spirituality, it's also along the lines of emotional healing, right? There could be someone here that it becomes a teacher or a healer in regards to the emotional department, right? And healing that is what I'm getting here with this uh, Queen of Cups. This is also just coming to a realization like, hey, I found something that I love and I really want to pursue it. You know what I'm saying? And so um, it's like, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm getting here with that. So for the heart space, we have the magician. What did I say? What did I freaking say? Oh my God, we have strength. Dude, 
Five of Wands. Yes, that's pretty much what I said when in regards to the foundation here, right? The magician is the person is the kind of person that just has everything that they need, right? The knowledge, wisdom, understanding gained, the tools, right? Um, and then also the power of the tongue, right? I, I, like I said before, you know, the great a great thing about magi the magician is that whatever they're able to speak, it you know manifests onto the physical. And so it's it's this feeling here of your something great is happening. Something really really great will potentially happen. And I feel like a lot of the obstacles in you know that will come is you first. Is having to fight you first and then the small, you know, challenges that might come your way, whether that may be like finances or like, you know, like not, you know, like just having to start from the ground up, that kind of thing, but I feel like the biggest challenge, the biggest devil is you. And it's, it's this, this feeling of having to overcome your own self, right? Um, and I feel like it starts off also too by you just speaking to yourself and just saying like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing to it but to do it. All right, so we have the King of Pentacles. Listen, the King of Pentacles to me is the manifestation king to me. Like, they have... They just, they got it going on. And I feel like with this is very promising. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, I can't, I kid you not. I don't know how many times I got to keep telling you this, but you just got to do it. Like, I'm feeling really good about this. You know what I'm saying? I feel really, really good about this. I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. It really doesn't hurt to try. Um, yeah. Just gotta, you just gotta believe in yourself, you know, and I know it's so hard, it's so hard to believe in yourself, trust me, I'm working on that too, but you know, just, you gotta, someone's gotta do it, right, so the future here, we have the full nine of cups, oh my goodness, queen of swords, yes, all right, lastly, two of cups, okay, I'm, I'm being a little nosy, okay, four of swords, all right, so I feel like, in regards to this situation, all right, is this energy of giving it a shot. The fool is just, is that energy of, of just taking that leap of faith, just, just jumping in the waters and, you know, just doing it. Okay. The nine of cups talks about like wishful, wish fulfillments. So wishes being fulfilled. <laughs> I think, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Queen of swords is this energy of nothing stops me. You have, you have so many strong cards here. So many strong cards. And this Two of Cups just talks about a union, doing something that you love and something that brings you peace of mind with this Four of Cups. Like sometimes, like, I, I, I sometimes I, I see people when they talk about their job, it's, it, it, it's this energy of such tiresomeness. That's not a word, but it's just, it gives you a tiring feeling when you see someone and they talk about a job that they're not happy or they're not content with, right? Or they're, they're just not content with life. And I feel like there's a there's a uh, a job here or just um, a business here or whatever it is that you're thinking about doing that will really bring you love and and a peace of mind. You know, it you can rest, you can relax, you don't have to feel overwhelmed or overworked, undermined or you know not appreciated. Uh, I feel like this is something that really just feels really good. So yeah, all right. So that's what I have here. For that, I'm going to, um, let me see, I'm going to use the, uh, the Thoth tarot deck for the advice. I feel like, if anything, it's just, it's just 
just giving it a shot. You, you, you never know. You know, you really never know. Alright, so we have here science with the Six of Swords. Yeah, I feel like someone is having to just get, put themselves out there. Um, I feel like you can't go any wrong if you do try, but I do feel like if someone stays where they're at, it's always going to be a rocky situation, a tumultuous situation. It's just this feeling here of just not being able to, like, uh, have a peace of mind or, you know, have this feeling of calmness. We have Six of Cups, which talks about pleasure, okay? We also have Aeons, uh, which is judgment. All right. So I feel like in regards to this is moving forward, just doing it and letting go of the past. So we failed before. Big deal. You know, it's, it's okay. Those, I don't think of them as like failures. I just think of them as like uh, situations that cause us to gain more knowledge, you know, each go around. You know what I'm saying? Like you've, you've gotten smarter, you know, uh, you've, you're more experienced now, you know, what to do, what not to do. And so it's this feeling of, um, having all of this knowledge now, all of this experience and utilizing that, you know, in how we maneuver forward with this new, whatever it is that, it, that you're doing, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I get here with that. We'll get, oh my goodness. We saw this earlier. I read this to y'all earlier. So we have the green adventuring here, the crystal. And so it talks about prosperity, fortune, opportunity. So known as the good luck stone or the stone of opportunity, adventuring is used to attract abundance into your life. It propels growth, not just physically, but also personally, presenting learning opportunities for your soul's evolution. Adventuring also aligns situations, so opportunities appear. Acting as a stabilizing force, adventuring balances male and female energy to bring a soothing harmony between yin and yang. Adventuring can also attract love, complementing the heart chakra and resolving lingering emotional issues. So, that's Aries and Mercury. This is all that I have for you guys in regards to the uh, work department. I'm going to take a little break, and then we'll come back in regards to the love department. Take a little break, and then we'll get another deck in regards to the... Uh, just more personal um, reading. All right. So if you're interested to see the rest of the reading or hear the rest of the reading, then stay tuned. All right. So we're back from our break. All right. We're going to get started on the love department. All right. So if you're interested to know what that is all about, let's see the energies that are around us that are influencing us in regards to the love department. All right, so let's see. All right, so we have the second house, so uh, physical security, possessions, material values, and self-worth. All right, we also have that yin energy, which is the feminine energy, okay? So it talks about intuition, trust, patience, spirituality, and receptivity. All right, we also have square again, which talks about challenges, uh, so a challenging situation and a mountain to climb. That's really interesting. And then we have Capricorn here, which talks about ambition, realism, and methodical steps. At the bottom of the deck, we have sextile, and this talks about a combination of tension and flow, potential, and a 
Oh, okay. Potential and a rewarding situation. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. So I'm really interested to see what this is all about. I do feel like in regards to the love department, we just really need to value our self-worth okay, and our physical security. I feel like if we're dealing with someone and we're not necessarily really sure, you know, where we stand in regards to that, uh, we need to get there, all right? So I've been fiending to say this, but you ever watched Toy Story? And I think, like, uh, Woody was telling, you know, the toys to find a partner, and if they hadn't get, had a partner, they need to get one, Right, and so it's this feeling here of establishing a dynamic and knowing exactly what it is and just being secure with that, right? But also, too, in regards to this dynamic, it really, I feel like this is definitely emphasizing self-worth. So don't um, diminish your self-worthiness for a situation. Um, don't degrade yourself in regards to that. Um, I do also feel like and this makes a lot of sense. Um, there's there's this feeling here of, you know, things are a little not so great. Um, it's I feel like it's a challenging situation because we don't know where we stand in a situation. And so there's this room for tension to kind of like uh, take root, right, to, to, to uh, be planted into this dynamic, okay? And so I feel like we need to transform that, you know, right? Because at the bottom of, of the bottom, underneath sextile, we have Pluto, which talks about transformation. But also, too, the thing about Pluto is it's technically not a planet, and it's all the way out. It's like further out into the, our solar system. So um, it's this feeling here of, of unknownness. You know, we don't necessarily know what's going on here. And so there's this need to kind of like be impulsive in, in certain regards, right? Because we just, we just got to know, which I understand because I, I be feeling that way sometimes too, right? But I feel like, you know, and I, I hate to say this, we just, we have to really lean on trust, okay? Um, and patience that through this challenging time, things are going to work out in our favor because they're, they're, it always will. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like everything is designed to work out in our favor. It's just that we tend to kind of like delay the process because we, you know, we act as roadblocks sometimes, you know? And so, um, yeah, I feel like with this Capricorn energy, right, there's this need to kind of get stuff planted. We want to know what's real, what's not. Um, what's there, what isn't kind of thing. And I feel like that's the challenge. And we just kind of need to just, you know, just trust that everything is going to work out for our benefit, you know, because that's what it's all meant to do anyways, right? So let's see. We're going to go into the tarot, and we're going to see what this is all about, all right? So let's see. Yeah, so there's this need to, like, it's, like, in regards to, like, a t like something tangible. We just need to know that there's something tangible, something that is ours, right? If we know, then we, f we feel good. But I feel like some, some of us are being left in the dark, and so we just don't know. And that kind of makes us go a little, a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know what I'm saying? So we have the Hermit here as the present. And to me, the Hermit is definitely this energy of having to pull back, right? Pull back and focus on you. And I know it's like, ugh. I'm always hearing this, right? 
but it's true you know when things kind of go when things are kind of like in the dark or up in the air the only thing you can do is just focus on you um I feel like there's this energy of silence here so not having to uh jump the gun or on like communication or anything like that or like assumptions or anything like that it's just more so all right I don't know what's going on, so therefore I'm going to just focus on me. Focus on what it is that I need to work on. Focus on whatever it is that I need to deal with, right? I feel like whenever, like, I have, like, not anxiety, but I, I, I find I have trouble with uh, accepting things or just not knowing things, I have a tendency to kind of, like, get in control of it and, like, kind of stir the pot you know what I'm saying just to get it cooking and sometimes we just gotta let it because I'm seeing the concept of like uh crock pot like you know how you just set the food in the crock pot and just let it cook slowly kind of thing and let it cook on its own you know um and so I feel like in regards to the situation just gotta kind of like let it cook on its own I do see some promise here because with this sextile um, energy, it is talking about a rewarding situation, right? But, you know, um, I'm trying to remember, like, my my granny, she used to, like, talk about, like, you know, how certain, like, sometimes you just got to let the, the food cook on its own. Just leave it, like, stop touching it, you know, don't over-season it, just, just leave it alone, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you can, you can sometimes do team too much, you know? So this is the time to just focus on yourself, right? Say, all right, I'm giving this to the universe. I'm giving it to God. I'm giving it to ancestors, spirit guide, whatever it is that you believe in. And I'm just trusting that things are going to work out the way it's supposed to, right? Um, we have here the Nine of Cups. Yeah, I feel like it's this energy of focusing on your happiness. I do feel like when we are in a higher vibration, we're able to... Um, to attract and manifest uh, the things that are great for us. I, I do also feel like, you know, because we are ener energetic beings, right? And we live in a world where it's just energy all around us. We, energy, that, energy that we can attract and energy that we can, you know, uh, dispel, whatever the case may be. And so I feel like depending on how we're vibrating, we can attract great things, right? Things in abundance, things that are fulfilling and happy and just so much love, so much joy, right? And then when we're like vibing at a low frequency, we attract those, you know, it's like a, it's like you attract what you uh, are, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like with this nine of cups here, it's saying like, you know, don't worry, get happy kind of thing. Focus on your happiness and like, you know, the things that are, are going to come when they come. It's going to come regardless, but I would rather take my chances on, you know, being in a really great space personally um, and then attracting what is meant for me than like being in a space negatively and then still attracting what is meant for me. And then I sabotage the situation because I lack I lack self-confidence, right? Or accepting just any old thing and then settling because I don't have, I don't, I don't value my self-worth. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, that's pretty much what I'm getting here with that. All right, we also have judgment here. Yeah, okay, so it's like sometimes things don't go according to plan because like I was saying before, we can kind of like 
stir the pot sometimes. And that could be in regards to cooking, right? But this could also be in regards to a relationship dynamic where you're so heavily insecure that you just, when you want to take control of a situation and you just kind of like detonate a bomb kind of thing, right? And so it's like with this judgment is talking about being able to um, move on from past situations and having forgiveness and compassion for the experiences and understanding the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding gained from these experiences and setting it free, right? It's like walking into a new cycle, walking into a new kind of experience, right, with um, not so heavy baggage. And we're not carrying those old baggages from past relationships or past experiences into the new experience. And then it's like, you can have, you can have Prince Charming all you want, but if you sit in here, like treating this person and projecting on this person, you know, issues that you haven't healed from due to other experiences or other people's, right. Or just yourself personally, you know, you can kind of like, you know, it, it, it's this energy of just not allowing it to um to blossom the way it's supposed to you know what i'm saying um so yeah let's see what is the challenge here we have the moon here like i said so i feel like with the moon here acting as a challenge it's this feeling of just not knowing right so we don't know what the heck's going on and so our mind is working overtime on creating illusions creating narratives and stories um, using, uh, uh, fake evidence, right? It's like fake news kind of vibes, right? And it's like the, some of these things may or may not be true. And I feel like where that is the, where that leaves that feeling of questioning is because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what the person is doing. You don't know what the person is thinking. You know what I'm saying? And you could have that conversation, but even if you was to have that conversation, would you even trust what the person said anyways? You know what I'm saying? And so it's this feeling here of you don't know what's going on. Your emotions is running high. And our emotions are very, um, they can be highly manipulated and manipulative. So if you're in that low energy of just not feeling good about yourself, you know, that can be the, that, uh, that projection um, tool, you know, like when you think when you go to the movies and then they have the tool that projects the the movie onto the screen. I feel like that projection tool is what's then projecting an image or a, a scenario or whatever in onto the screen, and it's just like you're watching it, you're soaking it in, and you're just believing in it. You're just accepting everything that is being like uh, presented to you, and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know what? I think this is what it is, and it's just like, you know. Maybe it's not. You know what I'm saying? So we have the sun here. This is how we overcome it. All right. So for some, it's having to have the conversation that you need in order to get the enlightenment that you need. Right. And also, too, but I'm just feeling here, you know, because we do have the hermit here. Is is that energy of just finding happiness within yourself first? You know, um, the sun talks about, you know, that masculine energy of just logic, consciousness, abundance, you know, wealth, happiness, youthism, you know, and I feel like it's getting ourselves to that space of just being extremely, not extremely, but for some it could be extremely, but just being really happy, being happy with yourself, being happy with your life thus far, being happy about the journey, being happy about the future, 
and being happy, you know, about the present, right? Being very just, just being extremely appreciative of where you've come and where you're going and just being really hopeful for, you know, all the great things that are promised to you and that you're deserving of, you know? So let's see here. In the foundation, we have the hangman, all right? The ten of swords, okay, and the supreme card. So, yeah, it, there needs to be some some healing here. I feel like, you know, in regards to relationships in the past, we may have been betrayed. You know, we may have betrayed others. We may have been hurt. But there's such clarity in that. There's such, there's such a great understanding to it all, right? And I feel like with the Ten of Swords here, it's just really understanding and just coming from a more higher perspective, a more godlike perspective in regards to what this all means and what it's all for. You know, some people can think of situations and it come from a victimhood mentality, and some people can think of things and it comes from a godlike um, mentality, right? Life is happening for you, not to you. So we just need to kind of have that shift of perspective and understanding that, you know, okay, I was put through this to learn this. And it's all good. You know, it's all good. It's all understood. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like with the hangman here, it's letting go of the things that are keeping you stagnant, that is keeping you on pause, that is keeping you from being able to progress in, in relationships, uh, that's keeping you from being in, in a situation and, you know, things are not expanding, things are not growing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, it's... It could be others, right? But I don't like to, I don't feel like we should allow others to, uh, you know, have a hand in how our lives go. You know, uh, that's when it becomes like a puppeteer, puppet kind of show. And I, and so I feel like for some, it's, it's stepping out of that um, mentality of like all, you know, all these people did this to me. So therefore, you know, I'm a, I'm a product of, my environment or I'm a product of my experiences. So therefore, this is how I like act. This is how I move forward. This is how I perceive others. This is how I perceive the world. And it's like, no, I don't think we should think about it that way. You know what I'm saying? With this Supreme card here, it's acknowledging that you are, you know, in the Bible, they say like God made us in their image, right? And so it's understanding that Although everything, you know, everything happens the way that it happens, we are the gods of our reality. And, um, you know, uh, no weapon formed against us shall prosper kind of thing, right? And it's, it's, it's understanding that it's all a part of expansion of self. It's all a part of our path. It's all a part of us building our consciousness. I do apologize about that. That's my bedtime reminder. But anyways... So yeah, it's, it's rising above, you know what I'm saying? It's rising above and just recognizing how powerful you are, how amazing you are, how godly you are. And, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, that's just the feeling that I'm getting here with that, with the Supreme card, you know? So in the past, we have the tower here. So for me, the tower comes across as like things that didn't work out, things that kind of blew up in our face, things that, you know, were, you know, like maybe relationships, you know, kind of like went sour and we didn't see it coming, you know, things didn't go as planned. Um, but it's 
to me, it comes across as the feeling of things kind of were shooken up because it was supposed to. Um, I don't feel like if things are not, it's this energy of whatever is meant to be will be and whatever isn't meant to be will end kind of thing. And some pe sometimes it's hard for us to say goodbye to certain scenarios or certain situations, especially when we're comfortable in them, you know, and sometimes it's hard for us to let things go. And I feel like with the tower here in the past, it's just like things that ended and we just had to just, we just have to let them go. We may not be doing that though. We may be trying to hold on to things that were not meant to stay uh, with us. And um, I feel like with this judgment here in the present is just saying like, that's the work that we need to be worried about rather than, you know, what someone else is doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, Six of Pentacles here as well. I do feel like in regards to a relationship, it's, it's this feeling here of dealing with people that weren't giving you enough. So maybe you was giving your all and you weren't receiving enough any, or anything back as equivalent to what it is that you were giving out, right? So it's like this, this imbalance of uh, give and take kind of energy, but it's also this energy of with the Six of Pentacles. It's just more so like, uh, divine kind of blessings or whatever the case may be. So it's, is is there, how can I say, it's like there are blessings to these endings, right? But we just have to see it that way. You know, um, some people take it really to heart when things don't work out, but we, sometimes we got to just see the blessing and why things didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? And just being appreciative that, you know, we were able to, um, walk, out of a situation unscathed unless you were physically harmed within the situation but either way it's just being appreciative that certain situations certain relationships just didn't work out you know so in the heart space we have the justice card yes i do feel like this is the energy of just working on yourself the justice card to me is just this feeling of acceptance of self right the good and the bad the ugly and the beautiful um i feel like there needs to be a level of confidence in oneself because when we're not confident, once again, it's this feeling of indulging in things that kind of reflect, you know, how unconfident we are in ourselves and, you know, um, just this energy of just self-worth and uh, falling short in that department in regards to dealing with people that, that just don't value you, you know, and that's mainly because you don't value yourself, right? Um, I don't feel like people have the power to enter into your house unless you allow them into your house, right? And your house could be your literal house or just your reality, right? Um, or just your life, you know? And so I feel like the heart space is saying like the problem is we just really need to accept ourselves fully and completely, accept our past, you know, maybe shed a tear if we have to, doing whatever we need to do in order to um, become whole again, all right? Um, and it's only going to come from us and us alone, we can't um, expect it from an external source because then we're going to continue to go through life just looking for external validation or external um, love or external um, acceptance, okay? So we also have the two of swords. For some, it's this energy of needing to be quiet. Don't say anything. Let, let go, let God kind of energy. Um, things will be revealed in time. And, um, I feel like it's just having to stay in that middle point. I feel like when it comes down to the situation, it's not about right or wrong. It's just, it's just about staying silent and staying still. 
okay, and letting things, you know, come to the surface when it, in due time. All right, we also have the Ten of Wands here, which talks about having to let go. So I do feel like, you know, there's so much endings here, you know, with this Ten of Swords, this Judgment here, this Ten of Wands. And it's, it's these kinds of endings that we really just need to let go of because it's not doing us any good holding on to dead weight, dead experiences, dead relationships. Um, for some, it's like just uh, dead emotions or dead stories, right? Um, you, you do yourself a disservice when you're constantly bringing up old situations and, and you replay them in your head. Because it, it, you, can, you keep it alive, pretty much. And it still affects you emotionally, right? It still weighs heavy on you because you're tethered to it. Your emotions are still tethered to these experiences. We need to learn how to forgive ourselves, forgive others, um, and just heal and release these things so that we can feel free. Um, I was talking to my cousin a long time ago, maybe not that long, probably like a month or so ago, and when I was doing her reading, I was saying I had this feeling that a lot of the things that we she carried added on to the weight um, in her body. That's how it manifested. Just, you know, like maybe she could have been overeating, emotionally eating, or just indulging in unhealthy, like an uh, unhealthy lifestyle, right? But sometimes stress can cause us to lose weight, and then sometimes stress can cause us to gain weight. And so I feel like when we let shed some, when we shed some of those like dead weight, dead past situations, I feel like for some it's like going to be a physical shedding, a physical shedding of weight as well. Okay, let's see. Three of Cups. Yeah, I feel like with this Three of Cups here, there's this energy of just wanting to like hang out, have a good time. Three of Cups talks about meeting new people, hanging out with friends, having a couple of drinks, just having a good time and surrounding yourself with people that just uplift you. Uplifts you, makes you feel good, you know, um, and it's this feeling of, you know, like, you know, it's that's just pretty much what I'm getting here with that. Just surrounding yourself with people that just you know, makes you feel loved, makes you feel appreciated, um, and all that stuff like that. All right, so let's do the future here. We have Ace of Wands. So I do feel like someone will reach out um, in the future. This could be sexually, um, uh, how do I say this? It could be inspired by some kind of sexual tension here. But I also do feel like someone is offering uh, an opportunity to have a really great experience, if you know what I mean. Um, I do feel like this is also along the lines of under the guise of attraction, right? So it could be sexual. It could also be attraction. But I just feel someone is being um, uh, pulled towards you. So you're... you're, you're uh, you know what you were talking about earlier about uh, energy and how it can... Uh, draw someone in or keep someone at bay kind of thing. I feel like you're magnetizing someone into your life. But it's this, this energy of once you're like in that happy space, you know what I'm saying? Um, someone's just going to see you and just be really attracted to you really and, and feel really drawn towards you. All right. So we have the God of Swords. All right. This could be an air sign here. 
but I do feel like this is someone coming in and they're just really honest. You know what I'm saying? Like someone who is really could be great with um, communication, someone who's just really knowledgeable and they might not be all that great in regards to the emotional department, but I do feel like there's an opportunity where, where there's just like an exchange of just great conversation and just, um, you know, someone who is very mature and, you know, uh, just likes to be, um, likes to deal with a, a dynamic where truth is like a big deal to them. All right. Or this could, this could be you too. So you could just be like, you know, I, I you know, I just want to, I want a situation to come in and it's just honesty. Like just say how you feel. Um, and we also have daughter of wands here. Okay. I do feel like this is, a, there's, for some, it's this energy of like, because there's such an attraction here, it's, it's this energy of like coming in fast, coming in hot, coming in fast. And for some, this could be a dynamic that just really takes off. Like you guys hit it off kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, let's see here. The bottom of the deck here, we have eight of wands. Yeah. So coming in hot. Let's see. Ace of Cups. Oh, okay. So there is love here, right? So the person could not, ne they are not necessarily really like just great with expressing their emotions, but this is the kind of relationship where someone, you know, there's emotions there, but it, it they got to trust you first kind of thing. I do feel like there is passion. There's like fire and desire, and then there is love. And I think that's like such a great combo, right? And so I... <laughs> I feel like this is something that's going to happen. It's going to take off and it's just going to go really fast. Daughter of Pentacles. I think this is also going to change your reality. It's going to bring in more happiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Goddess of Pentacles. Yeah. And I feel like this person sees you and they're like, oh my gosh, she is amazing. She just got, she has it going on. Like she's wifey material kind of thing. Um, and so it's this feeling of being confident and then someone sees you in that energy of confidence and they just, they can't help, but just, you know, see what you're all about. All right. Yes. And we have strength here with this nine of wands. Yeah. It's, it's this feeling here of, of you're just really strong too. Like someone who's just really strong, someone who's just really like, you know, really powerful. All right. So let's see here. We're going to get some advice. Sorry about that. We're going to get some advice. I think this is really great. This is another reading that's really, really, really great. All right. Yeah. And then that makes sense here with the, um, the square here. It's w once you overcome this challenge, right? You may know this person already. You may know this person, and once you guys overcome these challenges, it just makes you, it, it makes the dynamic more um, attractable. All right, so we have the Knight of Cups here. So definitely someone coming in with love, right? But it's this feeling here of, um, you know, they might not come out saying, I love you kind of thing, right? But it's just more so like the love is there. You don't need to, you, there's no need to deny it, right? Um you just got to trust that it's going to be revealed in time. All right. So we have the universe here. All right. And I feel like when it comes down to this, this is the world. I did see that, um, in the other deck, I do feel like it's this energy of, yes, once this cycle of, of challenges ends, 
you know, something can begin again. And it's just this feeling here of offering, you know, love into a new cycle and just really just taking off, you know. I do feel like with this Nine of Wands, this is this is a situation that's been happening for a while. And once we get over that, that, that hurdle, things are going to be amazing. So we have the Prince of Cups here. I do feel when it comes down to this, um, definitely being careful when it comes down to this person. Do not rush this person. Um, because like I said, the love is there. And also too, I feel like with this universe here, I do feel like for some, they did offer you know, a little bit more love, but it wasn't, there was this feeling here of like, you didn't like the way it was being presented. So there's this energy of wanting to start again and they're having to start, um, all over again. So it might be offering just a little cup, you know what I'm saying? Like just a little bit, because there's this feeling here of, I don't know. I don't, I, I feel like I may have been hurt last time or like, I feel like I made a fool of myself last time and I offered, you know, something to this person and it just didn't work out. So I want to give this another shot, but I'm going to start, you know, back to the beginning. So giving a little bit at a time and then eventually it will grow. All right. Let's see. We have the Hierophant. Yeah, I do feel like for the, this is definitely something that can be a really good, solid commitment. The Hierophant is usually sometimes like a the marriage card, right? With, you know, also to the four of wands, but the hierophant could be like just a, a higher level of commitment, right? I do feel like someone is going to try and lock you down into this relationship, or maybe you could be spiritually locked down into this relationship. So therefore there's this energy of having to like try again or whatever the case may be. Um, I do feel like there's this energy of like just being guided towards each other also, that's really interesting. All right. Um, so what I'm going to do now, okay. Yeah, at the bottom of the deck, we have uh, the seven of discs, which talks about failure here. I, I feel like in regards to this department, if this is something that happened before, there was this energy of just things just not working out, things not taking off, right? Um, but I feel like if we can just get past that, get past that energy of, you know, of, of, of failure, you know, there's a promise here because we have the Prince of Wands, okay, and then we have the Six of Pentacles or Six of Discs, which talks about success, all right, and the Prince of Wands is someone who take, who's, who's going to put in a little bit more action in regards to not just speaking about it, but being about it, but we just got to be patient, let that person get there, or this could be you, you could be offering, you know, your cup of love to someone, um, but it's just this energy of needing to take your time. All right, so we're going to get some cards from the uh, crystal or gem stone deck. We're going to see what that is all about. Let's see. Oh. So we have the golden healer, which talks about abundance, expansion, golden rays. All right, so universal life force flows strongly with the golden healer. With an exceedingly high vibration, golden healer carries bioscalar waves in an abundant form of power that increases in spatial mass. This potent energy can expand awareness across multiple dimensions, transforming your vibration all the way down to the cells in your body. Connected to the solar plexus, this stone allows the highest form of healing of your identity and self-worth. Very interesting. Releasing ancestral trauma that may have affected you 
and been passed down through your family lineage. All right, so we have Leo and Sun here. Okay, so did I talk about the death? Okay, so I talked about um, abundance, expansion, and golden rays. So yeah, there is a there is that energy of like healing here that needs to take place first, right? Um, and just taking your time, definitely taking your time. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, sometimes I have a tendency to be nosy, so I'll just, I'll read it. The bottom of the deck here, we have fluorite. Okay. So, um, it talks about organization, clear priorities. Okay. So structure can provide freedom and fluorite helps to organize your life from top to bottom, heighten and focus and release an unnecessary stress. Fluorite assists in bringing clarity into your life, uh, lifting your mental ca capabilities for crystal clear intuition and empowered decision making. By taking your discernment up a notch, fluorite protects against bad influences and psychic manipulation. Uh, fluorite both grounds and lifts your energy, connecting your body to the earth and to higher spiritual awareness at the same time. So prioritize balance. And this talks about Capricorn, Pisces, and Mercury. All right, so that's all I have in regards to the uh, love department. All right. Um, okay, I'll do this last deck. I'm going to use the love um, oracle deck. All right, think of a person. All right, and I'm going to pull some cards, and we're going to see what the cards have in store for this person. All right, so if you have a person in mind, take some time, think of that person, see their face, visualize them in Technicolor, all right, and let's see what the energy has in store. So we have deception, all right? Someone is wearing a false mask, okay, uh, in this relationship, all right? So let's see here. Let's get some more. Ooh. We have give your relationship a chance, work on your partnership. All right. Ooh. We have here release your ex. All right. The time has come to clear your energy. Okay. And at the bottom of the deck here, we have you deserve love. You are lovable. All right. And if you're worried about time frame, okay, we have very soon clearly decide what you want so that it comes to you now. But we also have love yourself first. Your self-respect makes you more romantically attractive. What did I say, you guys? Come on, come on, come on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything to, or say anything to, like, you know, hurt you guys. All right? So, um, yeah, that's what we have in regards to the love department. Thank you so much for tuning in, if you're still here. Okay, we're going to take another little break, and then we're, we're going to jump into the uh, just more personal reading in regards to just, like, self, what it is that we need to do for ourselves. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned after this break. All right, so we are back. We are back. We are back from this nice little break. Actually, it was pretty long. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anyways, so let's get started. This is more so along the lines of self, okay? Um, so we're going to pull the energy in regards to self here. We have the yin energy and the Taurus energy, all right? So trust, uh, patience and sensuality. We have the yin energy, feminine energy, which talks about intuition, trust, patience, spirituality, and receptivity. All right. Let's see. 
We have Virgo energy, okay, so integrity, reverence, and service, okay. And then we have opposition here, uh, which talks about in, imbalance, a point of tension, and a power struggle. The bottom of the deck, we have Pluto, okay, which talks about transforming, all right. So, hmm, I'm trying to see something here. That's really so the the yin energy has both Taurus and Virgo. Um, I feel like in regards to this situation, and we're just gonna keep this personal because this is a personal, just a uh, self reading, okay? Um. I don't want this to be about anyone else but the self. And I feel like what's coming to me is this feeling of opposition, okay? So there needs to be uh, an imbalance brought into balance, okay? I feel like... Um, I feel like whatever it is that we need, we feel like we need to deal with or that we're struggling with, right? There needs to be this focus of um, integrity, okay, and trust. I also feel like with this Pluto here, is this energy of trusting in the unknown and the fact that this far out planet still has influence in regards to you know uh, how things that we don't know or we're not aware of but still in some way shape or form plays a hand in transforming a situation right so it's this energy of just giving it to the universe giving it to God giving it to you know the cosmos or whatever it is that you uh believe in and I feel like there's this this energy of really wanting to indulge in for some it's pettiness but for some is uh there's just this feeling of vulnerability I feel really vulnerable right now and uh and in some ways like hopeless right but I feel like what the transformation that needs to take place is instead of feeling hopeless is having to fight to remain hopeful okay in regards to a situation that is you know not in in your control right um for some is having to surrender to being vulnerable and being open and um also this could be in regards to like a situation or a person but it's just being open and vulnerable with yourself more so you know all right so we're going to look at the uh, tarot cards to see what the energy is all about All right, so we have Ten of Swords, yeah. 
So I feel like in regards to the situation, it's like uh, it's feeling of having to swallow a lot of pain or pride or situations or circumstances, having to swallow it. But it's, it's like it's this energy of um, uh, for some, it's coming across as vomiting, like vomiting it out, right? Uh, I do feel like in some ways, um, for some, it's having to take the hit, having to take the blunt, the, the brunt of things or whatever. And so now it's just, it's this feeling here of exposing, you know, this energy of having to take the fall or whatever the case may be. Or whenever you're going through things, you just have to kind of like swallow it and take it like a champ or take it like a man or, you know, a woman or whatever the case may be and keep it pushing. But I feel like it's this, this feeling or this this lesson of no longer, like no longer doing this. Okay. Cause in some ways you're hurting yourself. So we have the mother of wands here and the death card. I feel like when it comes down to this dynamic within the present, uh, it's, it's swallowing a lot of or just taking in or consuming a lot of, of things that didn't go well for you or for some is like negative speaking so or negative situations where you kind of like uh, was put through or you've kind of experienced, right? And is this energy of having to let this go because you might tend to then uh, walk through life, uh, feeling and thinking that this is all that you're, um, capable of having in your life. I feel like it's this energy of having to go through a, a death process in regards to out with the old and in with the new. So it's a feeling of rebirth here. The challenge here is the daughter of pentacles here. So it's having to change your, change your circumstances in regards to changing how you view yourself and how you view your life. Okay. Because you don't hold yourself in high regard or you, uh, you've been through certain struggles. You look at life from a struggling, through a struggling lens. So for some, it's like having to like fight their demons because they're holding on to a lot of their struggles and um, there's this need to really break free from that in order to change your reality. Right? We overcome this with the Eight of Cups. Um... For me, when I see the Eight of Cups, is coming across as, as once again holding, trying to carry on, trying to carry things that are no longer sustainable and no longer maintainable. And so it's this need to kind of say goodbye to this 
and move forward. For the judge, uh, for the foundation here, we have judgment, the fool, the hermit, the eight of wands. I feel like once we get ourselves to a space where we are alone and we are isolated from anything that influences us in any way, shape, or form to stay in a situation or a dynamic that is um, no longer fulfilling us or, you know, um, transforming our lives or changing our lives for the better for the sake of growth, for growth's sake, um, once we detach ourselves from these things, we're able to get in tune with the universe and receive, you know, our next, um, clues or our next destination or our next, you know, um, mission. You know what I'm saying? I feel like before we can take action on anything, we, mo we first need to take action um, on, for, for ourselves in regards to shedding that weight, shedding those experiences, shedding the past, and rediscovering ourselves. I do feel like for some, it's this energy of sadness, you know, for some disappointment. But there is this feeling of, of wanting to change ourselves because we realize that our circumstances do not define who we are and our potential. There's so much that we have to offer, so much that we want to give, so much that we want to do, but our current situations, you know, in some ways hold us back. But that is an illusion, you know, unless you're physically chained to something, you're not necessarily really being held back. There's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. And for some, it's having to isolate oneself in order to find that will again, the power of, 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 of our individual will, okay? In the past, we have the Eight of Swords. And we have the Three of Wands. So I feel like in regards to the past, we may have trapped ourselves in thought patterns that were bigger than what they appear to be. So for some, it's this feeling of feeling trapped in a situation or circumstances and there's no way out. But... Uh, truthfully, there there was always there's always a way out, and I feel like the chains that we, you know, um, that we like cuffed ourselves to was just more so. It was more of a a, a mental um, enslavement. So we became, we've become chained to our circumstances, but it was more so in the mind rather than the physical. We've imprisoned ourselves 
you know, in a situation because this is what our thoughts convinced us was the, uh, the reality. And so for some, it's staying in something that was long overdue, dealing with people or dealing with things that we shouldn't deal with or participate, uh, um, uh, it's, how do I say this? Volunteering our, our, our energy and our thoughts in things that was not necessarily true or ideas that was not necessarily true. So for some, it's this feeling of staying in a job because you felt as if there was no clear future doing anything else or staying in a relationship or dealing with friends or whatever, or not dealing with friends or, you know, I, you know, like just, it's just this feeling of, of not doing something because you thought that it wasn't going to benefit you or it wasn't going to, um, be good for you or something like that. But it was just all in the head, you know? Yeah, seven of wands here. It was it, it was this energy of feeling tempted to go into something that was calling to you. And this could have been an idea or this could have been a change of heart. This could have been, you know, uh, just realizing something here that was just like, okay, something is not right. Something is no longer the same. I'm feeling like I'm being called in a certain direction, but it's this feeling here of it might be difficult to get there. So I'd rather just stay where I'm at because it's more safe. And so the, there's that feeling here where it's like now you've stayed so long that for some it's like being like broken and now it's this feeling of really, you don't see a way to change your circumstances, to head to a, a promising, a more promising future. But I feel like with this Eight of Cups is, is, is walking by faith and not by sight. But, and then also too is for some is having, is initiating that spirit of, of faith. Okay, so the heart space, we have the star, yeah, I feel like it's, for some, it's, it's having to be guided, guided by, you know, for some, it's higher self, you know, the universe, spirit, intuition, the light within, right, it's being guided, you're being guided somewhere, forward, like it's just, it's telling you to move forward, but it's this feeling of, there's this fear to walk, there's this fear to take that, take that path, all right, so we have the Son of Cups here, I feel like in regards to this, it's, 
it's this energy of refreshing. It's, it's, it's I'm just getting this feeling of refreshing. Okay. Um, To, it's when I think of the Son of Cups, I think of a person going on a quest in regards to matters of the heart, matters of the emotions, uh, matters of love. And so I feel like it's this energy of being guided by love this time around. If, if you love yourself enough, the things that you're indulging in, the things that you're, you're putting yourself through, does that, um, does that resemble or reflect, uh, how much you love yourself or how much you dislike yourself in certain ways? For some, it could be a journey of self-love. For some, it could be, you know, just a, a love of, of, of some kind of like job or purpose or person. To me, I'm just getting this feeling of being like if you're in the drought, right? And then you, that feeling you get when you get your hands on a fresh glass of water and it quenches your thirst. So for some, it's this feeling of just being dried up, dried out, burnt out for some, and it's just this need to like, what water would do to you once you're able to, it's, it's just this feeling of, of, of pumping life back into you is what I'm getting here, if I'm being honest. We have the two of wands. I feel like with, when it comes down to this two of wands, it's a decision that needs to be made here in regards to moving forward, bringing that spark back into your life, igniting fire, that energy of fire and passion back into your life. Okay, for some, it's I'm just getting this energy of like a um, survival, you know? It's, it's this feeling, what comes to mind is just saying like, do I want to, do I want to stay in a situation that doesn't, you know, bring me any more life? I feel like I'm like a walking zombie. I feel like I'm not living to my fullest potential or do I move forward and seek what it is that is meant for me? Or maybe not see, because I do feel like it's hair. It's knocking at your door. It's asking for you to come. It's luring you. It's pulling you in. It's calling for you. But it's like having to make that decision. Do I, do I follow that calling? Do I allow the North Star to guide me to safety or to home or to freedom? All right, for some, it's this energy of being confined into, confined to something, 
um, and just needing to break free. But breaking free is having to say, you know, deuces to that old life or that old habit or those old patterns or those the old, uh, old relationship, you know, that is, you can feel it in the air that it's over. But this is, this is, I want to keep this more so about ourselves. And so I feel like it's this energy of, am I this way any longer? And if you feel as if the way you've been living for the past couple of years or months or whatever the case may be, it's no longer, it's like this feeling of, of a snake shedding its skin the vessel or, you know, that skin or that old, ma or that mask or whatever is no longer needed to maneuver through life. Now it's time to take the mask off and, and let your true self shine. And it's embarking on things, um, embarking, um, on things. Yeah. Okay. I said that embarking on things that continue to keep that fire or that spark alive. Alright, we have the Hierophant here. So yeah, when I think about the Hierophant, it's being able to um, reach your highest potential. So rising above the rest and reaching your highest potential here. That's what the heart wants. The heart wants to grow. The heart wants to blossom or wants you to grow, or wants you to blossom, wants you to, to reach for the stars. Wants you to do great. Wants you to be happy. Wants you to elevate. Alright, but I feel like when it comes down to the emotions here, we have the Five of Cups, is once again this energy of having to let go of certain things that, you know, are no longer making you happy. And connecting toward, connecting with things that actually can or will or does make you happy. Alright? So for the future here, we have Four of Pentacles. Four of Wands. Stability, stability, stability. Alright. The Moon here. Nine of Cups. I feel like in regards to the emotional department, it's healing old wounds. Wounds that have affected the emotions greatly. And preserving oneself from indulging in things that can potentially delay the process or derail the process. The lyrics come to mind um, from Smith & Wesson, um, I step to my business, stand strong on my own too, do what I have to do to get through. You know, it's, it's that energy. With this Four of Wands here, I do feel like in regards to personal-wise, 
for some is having to clean house. Okay, because I do feel like there is neglect here in regards to your foundation. And the, your, your house, your personal space should act in some ways as your own oasis or your own safe haven, you know. So creating or establishing an environment that you can feel comfortable enough to, to, it's like, it's, it's, it comes across as like, um, a, a place where a lot of the healing and the work takes place. So it needs to, that the energy needs to work accordingly so that these things, these workshops or whatever can get done in a, um, in a comfortable way, in a secure way, you know, so for some it's like having to, um, you know, clean the space, clean the house, get rid of people that are in the house that are keeping the vibrations low, okay, cleaning the corners, um, clearing out the energies in the corners, because that's usually where some of the energy kind of flows and it just stays there, it gets stuck in the corner, so it's having to, you know, just cleaning house. So if you have sage, use that. You know, if you have cinnamon, use that burning cinnamon. It helps to neutralize, you know, the space, you know, putting salt in the corners to help neutralize the energies in the corners, right? Opening up the windows, letting the fresh air in, okay? Um, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't know, for, it's like this, I'm getting this feeling of having the windows closed in some ways can trap some of the energy in as well. You know, Palo Santos, um, you know, setting up crystals around the house, maybe even painting the walls uh, and, and just bring it, it's just this feeling of refreshing, right? So making your space a refreshing space so that whenever you feel some type of way and you come home, it's just like, it's just this feeling here of like, you just feel, it's just, it, it just helps. It's like, I don't know, I'm just getting the home space as a tool to help to um, clean out, you know, the negativity that she could be bringing in from the outside, you know. It's, it's just also, too, with this moon here, it's helping to deal with the emotions or cleansing and clearing the emotions, right? With this Nine of Cups, I just, I feel like in regards to the house, it's just being really mindful of, of your space. They say cleanliness is next to godliness, so keeping this, the space clean, clear, refreshed, comfortable. It's like creating your own oasis, right? So maybe even decorating. Decorating the place or your room or whatever so that it's a more um, calming, peaceful space. All right? With the magician here, I definitely see someone here that's creating an environment that is, you know, just really great to the point where when you come home, it just, you just automatically feel at home. Okay. 
not allowing anyone or anything to disrupt that. All right, with the Seven of Pentacles here, I do feel like it's this energy of definitely putting in the work here. It's, 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 this is all starting from home. All right, so having to take the time out to really just get your house in order, okay? And then I definitely feel like just by being in that space, it helps to elevate, you know, your vibrations, your energy, all right? So we're going to move on over, get some advice. Alright, so we have the lovers here, Queen of Swords and the Sun. We also have three of discs. So I feel like for some, it's getting your, your, your space prepared for a baby. Alright. I also feel like, to me, it's creating a space where it's like you're, you're ushering in a partner or something like that. So for some, cleaning house could be, or, or when I was talking about having to let go certain people, whatever the case may be, it's this energy of, of letting go old relationships or whatever, because I feel like with this lovers here, there's a, there's a union that wants to expand, wants to build, wants to grow here, but... There needs to be a, a, a sense of, of letting certain things go so that this new love can blossom the way that it's, it sh it's meant to be. I feel like there needs, it's, it's just, it's, it's ushering in positive energy into your space. For some, this could be in regards to a relationship dynamics or if you're living with your partner, okay, working on the communication here, okay, that can help expand and grow the dynamic, okay. Um, I feel like there, yeah, I feel like with this Queen of Swords here, there's definitely, it's heavy, it's giving me heavy communication vibes. Um, so having to be more honest in regards to what it is that you're speaking about or speaking of, right? Being honest about what it is that you want in, in life. If it's happiness that you seek, if it's positivity that you speak, you know, it's having to have that conversation. All right. So, in regards to the gemstone or crystal cards, let's see here. Yeah, I do feel like there, there's this energy of transforming your space. I saw that green adventuring again. So, we have here that fell out, we have Labradorite. Alright? And so, it says here for Labradorite, transformation, um, magic, imagination... A stone of trans 
a stone of transition. Labradorite assists in times of change and transformation. It expands our connection with the universe, unlocking the third eye and all the wonder that lies beyond the physical realm as well as the magical powers. Labradorite evokes the magic we all have, reminding us to wield our power by going within and connecting to the core truths of who we are. Chase after your dreams and align yourself with the vibration of anything is possible and energy Labradorite is all too familiar with. So we have Libra, I mean Libra, is it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what the heck? Libra, uh, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Neptune, and Jupiter here. All right. At the bottom of the deck, we have snakeskin ad agate. All right, so strength, privacy, self-love. All right, so being comfortable in your own skin takes time, and snakeskin agate helps boost self-esteem and self-awareness so you can do just that. Snakeskin agate gives you the confidence to step outside your comfort zone and explore new aspects of yourself, all within your discretion. Snakeskin agate can blend in with the crowd, so if you don't want to be seen and wish to carry on with your activities in peace, this is the stone for you. Snakeskin agate is able to facilitate a kundalini rising and encourages full embodiment of self. So we have Gemini and Mercury energy. Alright, so those are the readings for all three um, departments. All right, hopefully this was able to help you all in any way, shape, or form. Thank you for tuning in. If you're still here, good luck to you on your journey. Until next time.